Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Tongue and interpretation right there. You know, that's scripture. And that was one of the scriptures that that God just really like impressed upon me when I first gave my life to the Lord whenever he was dealing with me what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but to lose his own soul if you don't get anything this morning but that and if you don't know Jesus Don't leave here today without making him Lord and Savior of your life. Because you can go through all the motions and you can try to get everything that this world has to offer. And it doesn't even compare. There's no comparison to what the kingdom of heaven has to offer, what God has to offer. There's no comparison. I mean, Jesus offers joy unspeakable. And full of glory. How much joy does the world have to offer right now? No, just a bunch of confusion. And mess. Like Paul says, I count everything is done. But to know him. And the power of his resurrection hallelujah to know him I count everything else that I've learned everything that I've accomplished I count it as as dung you know what dung is right it's crap I count it as dung but man to know Jesus to know him and the power of his resurrection Amen, 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 amen. There is such a presence of God. I'm like, I'm treading very lightly right now. Very lightly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Y'all can be seated. We're going to get, we're going to get into what the Lord has for us today. And just to kind of go off of what, what Nita started with a while ago. uh, You know, that hundred dollar bill. When I received that $100 bill, I want you to get this. When I received it, okay, the Lord told me, he said, that seed. But what you, you should always ask because the Bible says that he will give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, and he would multiply your seed for sowing. So, you know, ask the Lord, is this seed or do I use it? And he told me that was, that was seed. And I didn't know what it was for. Until, okay, until I didn't eat it, I didn't waste it, until, okay, and I knew that uh, at that moment that uh, that, that was, that was Perilee's $100 to bring restoration to what the enemy had stolen. You see, God, God always uses man, okay? 
Bible says to give, and it will be given back to you. Good measure. Pressed down and, and, uh, and shaken together. And running over will men give unto your bosom. Always like to go like this. Running over. <laughs> like, it's burning, like it's burning in their hands. They got to get, get it where it's supposed to go. Uh, but anyway, that's just a little bit of addition. And y'all are going to have to like stay kind of fired up or this message is just going to kind of, is just kind of going to go on deaf ears. Okay. So are y'all, y'all expecting? Okay. Y'all ready? All right. Good. Because the Bible says that the righteous, you know, who, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they will be filled. And so I believe you're going to be filled up today. So Wednesday night, we started on something. I opened a can of Oh, 180. Okay, sorry. 180. All right. Y'all can, uh, can be released to your small group. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are a teenager and you've never been to 180, you can head up there right now at this moment. I encourage you to get up there and uh, going to have small group and uh, we're exciting things. We're, we're teaching truth, not confusion. Okay, teaching truth, not confusion, and allowing them to talk about it and ask questions. How many of you think that our teenagers need to have a lot of questions answered right now? Okay, so where should the answers come from? Should come from the Word, okay? Not the world, because the world has got it all messed up. They think a boy can be a girl, and they think a girl can be a boy. And, uh, but that's not the way it's supposed to be. That's not what the Word says. Okay? And so they say, well, we just want to love them. You're not loving them if you don't give them the truth. Okay? And sometimes the truth uh, can come across kind of harsh sometimes. But let me tell you what. The truth is way better than that road that they will be going down if they're confused about that and make that type of decision. Okay? Amen? And so we started something on Wednesday night uh, since uh, Pastor has set aside this month to talk about the subject of faith. Uh, so, you know, we're staying in that, in that stream. Uh, we're staying in line with that. We're doing it all the way from King's Kids, the nursery, 180, and here. We're staying. So we're, everybody's getting taught about faith right now, about how faith works, when to use faith, uh, what it looks like. Uh, what I mean, like, what is faith? And so that's what we've been getting into. And then Wednesday night, uh, I started on a subject that I wasn't able to finish. And so uh, by the grace of God, we will get it finished up today. And I believe, and so I'm going to kind of summarize a little bit on some things that we went over. I believe that faith is ignited with a desire for more. How many of you can agree that? Whether, whether if it's people trusting in their own human faith or trusting in the Lord, it is ignited. I said started last Wednesday, but I, I, I like, no, I think, I think it's more like faith is ignited by a desire for more. Because the Bible says that God gives us the desire. So he gives us his desires that we should be desiring. And so whenever we see that, whenever we hear that, then something is like ignited on the inside of us to go for more, okay? Whether it be to get that better job, whether it be to make more money. I mean, the world does it all the time. They take risk, okay? They step out there. And so I believe that faith is ignited 
uh, when, uh, when a desire comes for more. And the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. And so if this is how we are supposed to live, if you're a born-again believer, uh, trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, then the Bible says that the just, that means you've been justified, just as if I never sinned, then the just shall live by faith. And some versions say it should, you shall live by the faith of the Son of the living God. Okay? So it's how we're supposed to live. So if this is how we're supposed to live, then we need to know everything there is to know about how to live by faith. Would you agree? Amen. That means we need to eat faith. We need to drink faith. We need to walk faith. We need to do live by faith. We need to learn everything there is to learn about faith. We need to study faith. We need to, to uh, listen to, I mean, thank God we have pastors that have been teaching us the word of faith since I can, ever, since I can remember. They're like Paul. He said, it's the word of faith that we preach. I don't want to listen to a preacher that is going to, uh, preach doubt and unbelief. Amen? You know, I don't want to listen to a preacher that says, if it's God's will when he's praying for me, well, if it's God's will, heal him. No, because you just let everybody know and the devil that you don't know what the will of God is because the Bible says that by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Amen? Some, I don't want to listen to somebody who says, well, you know, it's just uh, uh, the, you know, the poor always be with us. You know, if they're saying that all the time, maybe you're going to be one of the poor ones. Maybe you're going to be one of the rich ones. I don't want that preacher praying for me. Amen? Because he doesn't know what the Word of God says. The Bible says that he'll, that he'll prosper the work of our hands. Amen? He wants us. We serve a God of increase. A God of more, a God of more than enough. And I want to get that through to each and every one of us, that we don't have to keep living the same way that we've been living. Nina's been talking about, you know, we've been living on cheese and crackers whenever we could have been having filet mignon. Okay, we've been doing that for way too long. So if we're going to live by faith, then we need to know everything there is to know about how to live by faith. And as we've been... Uh, going through this this month, uh, you know, being reignited about the word of faith, about what faith is, these statements have been coming to, to my mind, and I know it's the Lord. Since, we, you know, we've been preparing for King's Kids and preparing for 180. The Lord says, faith hears, faith sees, faith speaks, faith responds, and faith receives. One more time. Y'all need to say it with me. Faith hears. Faith, hears. faith, sees. faith sees. Faith speaks. Faith, faith responds. Faith and faith receives. And so I was asking the Lord about this and he told me, these are attributes of faith. It's not all of them. So I can't say that these are the attributes of faith, but these are attributes of faith because I believe that there are so many attributes uh, attributes that, that faith have. You know, uh, faith, faith doesn't agree with circumstances. Okay? So there's all kinds of other uh, attributes of faith. I mean, faith is such a broad subject that sometimes we can just, uh, 
We can just get lost in, in how big it is. But really, when we think about it, it's just really simple. You know, faith, you know, I, I, I think it was, in, it, was, it was in 180. I was asking them, what do you, we, we ask a lot of questions in 180. And I was asking uh, on Friday night, I asked some of them, what do you think faith is? And, the, and these certain uh, kids go to another church. And they said, well, faith is believing. And I said, well, that's part of it. That's part of it. Yes, you do have to believe. Just like when you got born again, you had to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So we're saved, we're saved by grace through what? Through faith. Okay, so it's not just believing because I can, you can believe, but if you never act upon what you're believing, then you'll never receive what you're believing for. Are y'all getting that? Okay, so it's not just, it's not just believing. Faith is not just believing. And we're going to learn about that today. So the Lord said, these are the attributes of faith. And those who live by the faith of the Son of God will exhibit these qualities. They'll exhibit it. And so what is an attribute? So if we're going to exhibit these qualities, we've got to find out what the qualities are, and we need to learn about what an attribute is. An attribute is a quality or feature regarded, uh, regarded as a characteristic or inherent part of someone or something. Did y'all get that? It's a part of someone or something. When you're buying something, you know, I think you can, uh, I, don't do, I don't buy a lot of stuff online, but the stuff I do buy, I can look at, I can look at reviews of what other people say about this product, but there's always a thing in there that says features and benefits. Okay? Features, what does this product feature? What is, what is its characteristic? Well, that's the same thing about an attribute of faith. What is... The characteristics, the traits, the hallmarks of somebody that lives by faith. Well, they exhibit these things. Faith hears, faith sees, uh, faith speaks, faith responds, and faith receives. So they exhibit these qualities. So we're going to see these attributes. I want you to get this. And don't fall asleep. Wake up. Amen. I know it's been hot in South Texas. And I know everybody's been working hard. I've been working hard too. But it's time to wake up right now. Okay? It's time to wake up. Because if we're living by faith, we're going to see it in our talk. We're going to hear it in our talk. We're going to see it in our walk. We're going to see it in the way that we live our life. We're going to see it in the way that we respond to things that come against us. Okay? We're going to see it. We're going to know it. Amen? I, 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 can, uh, I can tell if people are in faith by probably talking to them about five And I know there's been people talking, talking to me uh, that have talked to me in about five minutes to realize if I'm standing in faith or not on something. If I'm standing in faith. In fact, <laughs> it wasn't too long ago I went down to Dilly where Pastor Phyllis uh, is still involved down there and used to pastor. And, and a good friend of mine, Jackie Stevenson, is the pastor there. And I was talking to somebody that I hadn't seen in a long time uh, that was there. And, and all of a sudden, I started, I started coming into agreement 
with some things that I knew wasn't faith, in other words. Because I wanted, I didn't want to, like, I was just being nice. I wanted to go in there and be nice and be friendly. And, uh, and before I know it, man, the Holy Spirit corrected me. And Pastor Jackie uh, walked up and said, he said something. Is that what you really believe? He's like, like he's a good friend, okay? <laughs> Amen. He's not going to keep agreeing with uh, doubt and unbelief, you know? So, so, man, I was like corrected right No, I don't believe that at all. Okay, I don't, I don't believe what I was just coming into agreement with. And so we have to watch what we come into agreement with. If you come to me, and, I, I, and, and I'm endeavoring to be, uh, I believe God is putting a boldness on me, but I tend to be just kind of nice and, and passive sometimes. Okay? And, but if I'm being quiet, and I'm not saying much, it's probably because I don't want to come into agreement with what you're saying. Okay? I'm pretty quiet, aren't I? And so, I, you know, I just, I just, maybe I don't want to come into agreement with what you're talking about. So we have to watch what we come into agreement with, especially if you're married. Man, I'm spitting everywhere. That's anointed spit. <laughs> especially, you know, if you're married... Don't come into agreement with each other's doubt and unbelief. No, be iron sharpens iron. Okay? Nina, I mean, she corrects me all the time, and I correct her. Oh, is that what you want? Because the Bible says you have what you say. And so that's what's exactly been happening. We're, we're having what we say, and we haven't been saying the right thing. Oh, man, I, y'all got, I, we, I got to get through this. Jesus' name. So the first thing we talked about is faith hears. Everybody say faith hears. Faith and then I want you to say this. Faith hears God. Faith One more time. Faith hears God. Faith hears God. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's the main way that we're going to hear from God is from his word. And so if you're not getting in his word or hearing his word preached, you're not going to hear from God. If somebody comes and wants to prophesy over me and say something over me and I know their lifestyle and I know that they haven't been getting in the Word of God and, they, and they're not sitting under authority underneath a pastor in a local church, I'm not going to let them speak over me. Why? Because they don't, if they haven't been in the Word, they don't know what they're saying. Even though it may feel good at the time, no, you better got to watch that. Okay? So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And then we found in John, you're going to have to go, I want to, you need to go back and listen to Wednesday night service, okay? Because I'm going to go real fast through these things that we talked about Wednesday night. John chapter 10, uh, it talks about uh, the sheep know the shepherd. Everybody say, I'm a sheep. Okay, if you're born again, you're a sheep. And your shepherd is Jesus Christ. So the sheep know the shepherd. First of all, they know the shepherd. They don't know about him. They know him. That means in a personal, intimate way. They know him. How do they know him? Because they invest time with him. Okay? They invest time in the Word. They invest time uh, serving God. They invest, they invest time. They, they know him. I know Nita. I just don't know about her. I know her. I know how I can make her mad. 
I know how I can make her happy. Okay? <laughs> so the sheep know the shepherd and hear his voice. They hear his voice and follow him. Did y'all get that? So the sheep know him. They know his voice. And they, because they know him and they know his voice, they follow him. Y'all got that? And then, and then in Acts 10, 44, it says that the Holy Ghost, everybody say the Holy Ghost, fell on them that heard the word. The Holy Ghost, in fact, in fact, uh, I think, was it Peter? It was Peter that was preaching, right, in Acts 10, 10, 44? I think it was. Anyway, I don't, want, I don't want to take time to go there. But he was preaching, and they were hearing the word, and then all of a sudden the Holy Ghost interrupted and fell on them. I can't tell you how many times... Now, you're thinking that, well, it's, it's like, like it's fire and it's glory and it's all that. But it could be, it could be something like revelation. It could be enlightenment. Okay, when the, Holy, when the Holy Ghost comes, what comes? Revelation and enlightenment. Witty inventions and good ideas comes. I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting right here hearing the Word of God and and. A scripture that something that, you know, whether it be in here or whether it be my private study time with God or whatever it is that, that it's just like, okay, God, I, I hear what you're saying now. And bam, the anointing comes. You know, revelation comes. A good idea on how I didn't know how to handle something comes to me. Come on. This is good because, because he, he is wisdom. Right? He is wisdom. And so the Holy Ghost fell on them that heard the word. All right? Y'all with me? Glory to God. And then we talked about faith sees. Everybody say faith sees. And one more, one more time. Come on, y'all. Well, one preacher that came here one time, he said that wouldn't blow the, the, the fuzz off of Georgia peach. <laughs> faith sees. Faith one more time, and then we're going to say, so we'll say this. Faith sees what God sees. Faith sees what God sees. Okay, so we're not talking about, we're not talking about our natural eyes. We're talking about the eyes of faith. We're talking about the eyes of faith. And we know Hebrews 11, 1, it says now faith. Everybody say now faith. Now okay, faith. so when is faith? Now. It's always now. If it ain't now, it ain't faith. Right. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So that's talking about not seen with our natural eyes. But there's, there's a seeing, there's a seeing in the eyes of faith. There's a seeing without if we can see it in the word of God and we can imagine it, we can have it. One more time, if we can see it in the word of God, we can have it. One more time, if we can see it in the word of God, that means we can have it. Okay, is God like hanging his promises out there like a carrot in front of the horse? Y'all heard pastor talk about? It. No, he's not. He's not saying God never says, well, 
uh, what is it, you can have the cake but not eat it or something like that? No, he never, he never says that. No, he wants you to have the cake and he wants you to eat it. Okay, he wants you to partake of the promises that he paid for. Amen. And so he's not teasing us like that. No, he wants us. If we can find it in his word, then that means that we can have it. God said it. That settles it. We have to see ourselves the way God sees us. Got to see ourselves the way God sees us. He doesn't see us broke, disgusted, and can't be trusted. Okay? He sees you victorious in every area. He sees you getting victory over uh, everything that's going on in your life that is contrary to the Word of God. Okay? This is the victory that overcomes the world. What? Even our faith. We've got to see ourselves the way God sees us. And then we have to quit seeing little victories, little things as minute. We have to quit seeing little things as minute. We're always looking for the spectacular. We're always looking for the fireworks. Nita, Nita says this all the time. So, says everybody's looking for the fireworks, but love comes softly. Okay, so the fireworks will come if we don't despise the little things. I can prove this. I can prove this. Elijah, in, in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41, he tells his servant to go. He's, he, he had already told uh, Ahab that there's abundance of rain coming. Because he had called, uh, Elijah had called for a drought, and there was a drought. And then he just got through calling fire down from heaven. And then he told Ahab, he said, there's an abundance of rain coming. Amen. And they're in the middle of a drought. Amen. And then Elijah goes up, and he gets down, and he prays. He gets with God. And he tells his servant to go, up, he, to, to go up and look. And he went seven times to see if you see anything. And then the, after the seventh time, Elijah's servant come back and said, and said well, I could, I could just imagine what he's saying. Well, Elijah, there is a cloud, but it's just the size of a man's hand. Elijah could have said, that's not it. That's not what we need. We need a storm. We need a flood right now. But no, Elijah said, he said, hurry. Go to Ahab and tell him. Hurry and get there because the flood's coming. Okay? He saw that with the eyes of faith, just with the cloud, the size of a man's hand. Let me tell you what, you've had some little victories in your life and you've kind of discounted them. No, you need to say, hey, come on. The flood's coming. There's my breakthrough. There's my healing. There's my deliverance right there. No matter how little it is, it could be the pain just gone a little bit. Woo, I'm healed. You pick up a penny on the, side of, on, on the sidewalk and say, woo, I'm out of debt. Everything's paid off in Jesus' name. Y'all think I'm joking? No. No, you're not. I'm not joking. This is for real. It's for real. <laughs> Whew, I don't know if we're going to get through this today. <laughs> don't despise the day of small, small beginnings. Seeing with the eyes of faith. And then 
Here's where we're going to get into the new stuff. Faith speaks. Faith speaks. Faith says what God says. One more time. Say, faith speaks. Faith speaks. Faith speaks. Faith says. Oh, come on, y'all. Get, get with the program. And we, we'll get through this. Faith says what God says. One more time. Faith says what God says. Okay? So what does God say? We find what God says in His Word. Okay? Let's go to Mark 11. Y'all probably knew that I was going to go there. Mark 11. I don't know if y'all can get that on there in time, but Mark 11, uh, 22 and 23. I'm reading out of the New King James. Thank you, Lord. And this is this is after uh, Peter had, uh, I mean, Jesus had had uh, rebuked uh, and cursed the fig tree. And they come upon the fig tree and the disciples say, man, the tree which you cursed has, already, has withered away already. Okay, so they're talking about the fruitless fig tree. So that's why he cursed it because it was, it was presenting something that it didn't have. Okay, so he cursed it. And, uh, and Peter remembering, verse number 21, and Peter remembering said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Y'all say that. Have faith, Have faith in, God. in God. Some translations say, Have the faith of God. Okay? Have the faith of God. For assuredly, verse number 23, I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, so what, so what does it say? Say. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe those things, uh, he says, will be done. He will have whatever he says. Speak to the mountain. Commanded to be cast into the sea. And I believe what I say, then it'll be done for me. Okay? So faith without saying something is not faith at all. There's no such thing as operating in faith and being quiet. You know the reason that molehills have become mountains in your life and in my life? Because we're speaking to the mountain... But we're magnifying the mountain. We're magnifying the bills. We're magnifying the sickness. We're magnifying what our loved ones are going through. You know, we're, we, when your kids are acting crazy, don't magnify that. No, you, you say, say all, all my, my children. See, this is why confessions are so important. All my children are taught of the Lord, and great is the peace of my children. So what are we to speak? We're to speak what God says. We're to speak the Word of God uh, against every situation. 
We cannot be quiet. You cannot be quiet. You got to speak to those mountains. You got to call those things that be not as though they were, the way, the way that they're already there. You got to speak. And so many times we're just quiet whenever situations come up again. We're either quiet and we don't say anything or we're magnifying the problem. We're magnifying the mountain. And I don't know what kind of mountains you're facing. If you're like Nita and I, there's, there's probably multiple mountains. Okay? But let's speak to that mountain and let's command it to be moved. Well, you say, what if it don't move right away? Well, you know what? I'll chip at it. I'll chip at it. Let me tell you what, I'll chip at it with the Word of God. And before too long, you know what? I'll be walking in that promise. I'll be walking in it. And then you know what? I'm going to go after the next mountain. I'm going to go after the next devil. Okay? In fact, I'm getting to... We've been talking about faith so much, about mountain-moving faith. You know what? I have faith to take on multiple mountains. You know what? I might even have faith to take on your mountain. Okay? Don't mess with me. Man, there's a strong, there's a strong, bold anointing up here right now. Let me tell you what, when God comes in the room, he doesn't sit down and play patty cake with the devil. No, he says, you got to go right now because I told you to go. Okay? Don't be playing patty cake with the devil. How do we play patty cake with the devil? By agreeing with what he says. <laughs> oh. So we got to say what God says. 2 Corinthians 4.13 says this, The same spirit of faith that we have, I believe, therefore I speak. So if you have this spirit of faith in you, then you're going to speak. You have a spirit of faith, you're going to speak. Therefore, I believe, you believe something, then you need to speak it. Okay? Psalm uh, 141, verse number 3, says this, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. That ought to be your prayer, Lord. Just like David said, set a watch, set a guard, set a guard on my mouth, and keep the door of my lips. This is an old saying that I know preached. Uh, Word of faith preacher's been, been preaching for a long time. I think Brother Shambach uh, even said it. Loose lips. Do what? Loose lips what? Sink ships. Okay? Don't be letting loose everything that the world is saying about every situation. Get with God. See what God has to say about it. And if you have to, be quiet. But that's not the best thing to do. Man, Nita has helped me so much in so many ways. If we, ha if we, if we have thoughts that are, that are uh, coming to our head, if we have thoughts that are coming to our head that are contrary to the Word of God, we know that we renew our mind by casting down those thoughts, right? We cast down those thoughts. But those thoughts can't be cast down with another thought. You ever notice that? If you, if you have this thought coming to you, 
and you think in your head. You cast it, you, like you're thinking, I cast that down in my, in my head. No, you need to speak it. You got to give voice to that. Yes. No, you lying devil. I cast you down right now in the name of Jesus because you can't cast out another thought with a thought. Mm. That helps somebody right there because even suicidal thoughts, you, suicidal thoughts, you can't cast it down with another thought. You got to cast it down by speaking. That's a mountain. That's a mountain that has to be moved, and you have to cast that out in the name of Jesus. Right. Amen? Ooh, you can have your own deliverance service right there in your own home, right there in the presence of God, and get delivered right there in the presence of God. Yeah, we'll do it right here. But let me tell you what, it'd be a lot uh, you know, you know, I don't know if anybody ever seen, you know, somebody get devil cast out of them. It ain't pretty. You know, get, get rid of it at home. Amen. You have authority. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 18, 31. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. Are in the power of my tongue. And those that love it, whatever they're talking, will eat the fruit thereof. Y'all get that? Everybody say faith speaks. Faith says what God says. Okay, I want to go one, one more place about this. Let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 10. Verse number six. What is, so what, is, what does faith speak? But the righteousness of faith speaks. So it does what? The righteousness of faith, it does what? It speaks. Does that mean be quiet? No, it speaks. It speaks in this way. So here's what it does not say. It does not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? What does faith say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of what? Faith. The word of what? Faith. The word of what? Faith. The word of faith which we preach. That if you confess, here's what confessing is. Here's where, why we confess the word of God. This is why you should confess the Word of God every day. Make your own list up. Hear what God has to say about your situation. And let Him confess His Word through you. Because the Bible says that the angels hearken unto the voice of God's Word. And who's given voice to God's Word? Word. We are. Come on, somebody. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. So that means saved in every area of your life. It doesn't mean just saved and on your way to heaven. No, we can believe the word of God. We confess the word of God, believe it in our heart and we can speak it. And then we'll be saved out of that situation. There's a lot of situations that you need to be saved from. Amen. Amen? 
You need to be delivered out of. And so faith speaks. Faith speaks. Amen. Glory to God. Now let's go on to the next one. Everybody say faith hears. Faith, hears. faith, sees. faith sees. Faith speaks. Faith, faith responds. This is the next one. Faith responds. Faith re faith's response is radical obedience to his word. Faith's response is radical obedience to his word or what he's telling you to do. Okay, because there's, there's, there's instructions that come from his word and then there's also things that he will speak to you privately when you get with him. He'll say, hey, go here, go there. I remember one time uh, whenever Uriah was real little and uh, he was, he was uh, with me in the car and y'all probably heard this story before, but I began to pray in the spirit. He was in a car seat. This is our oldest son. And I was praying in the spirit. Why I was praying in the spirit, I don't know, but I know I had an unction to pray in the spirit. And then as I was praying in the Holy Ghost, you know, we build up our most holy faith by doing what? Praying in the spirit. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Okay? If you don't speak in tongues and you don't pray in the Holy Spirit, you need to get filled with the Holy Spirit and ask God to give you your prayer language. It's for every believer. It's not just for some. No, it's for every believer. Amen? And so I was praying in the Spirit, and then instruction came to me from the, from the presence of God. I heard His voice. Okay? So you can hear God's voice. And it was right down in here. It wasn't a whirlwind. It wasn't a big siren. It wasn't anything like that. It was right down in here. And he said, move over to the median. It was a, it was a divided highway. He said, move over to the median. Man, I did. I mean, just like that. Because I'm tuned in to what heaven is, is telling me. And as soon as I did, there was a car pulling out of a, out of a bar. So it was a drunk driver coming right my way going the wrong way in our lane. And I pulled over, and he went right by. He never knew. He never knew that he was on the wrong side of the road or nothing. Okay, so had I not responded with radical obedience, because some people may say, well, that wasn't really radical well, no, if you're driving and you hear that and you see it pull over to the middle, no, that, that, that could seem kind of radical, you know? So faith response is radical obedience to his word or what he's telling you at the time. If you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Okay, so faith response is radical obedience. It's stepping and moving in that direction. Whatever he's telling you, it's stepping and moving in that direction. It's stepping and moving in that direction, whether it be in your thought process, whether it be uh, in your finances, whether it be with uh, good ideas. You know, I believe that there's many great God ideas that God has downloaded right here to all the people at Omega Church, all the tithers and all the givers who have sown into the kingdom and have made Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior, that God has downloaded some God ideas, but because of fear, we haven't stepped out and taken that land, come on, 
that God has already given us. He said, I will give you every place that the sole of your feet uh, that, that you tread on. Okay? So it's a, it's a radical obedience. It may not make any sense. It's not going to make any sense to your flesh, but it will make sense to your spirit if you've been with God. So build up your most holy faith by what? Praying in the spirit. If you're going to respond to what God is telling you to do, you are going to have to pray in the spirit because you're not going to be able to do it on your natural, your own natural ability. Okay. It's making the things that God is telling you priority, whether it be in your health, whether it be in your finances, whether it be in your relationships. It's making those things priority. And the Bible, we know the Bible, the Word of God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then all these things would be added unto you. Okay? So it's seeking Him, putting Him first. It's moving things around. You may have to move some things around. You may have to reschedule time. It's moving things around to those priorities, okay? For me, I'm not telling this is for everybody, but way back, way back when in 2004, I had to move some things around because of what God was telling me. I had to move some things around. I had to make some big decisions, and I left the job that I had been at for a very long time. Now, you better not do that unless you're hearing from God, okay? I, wouldn't, I would not uh, recommend it. But neither and I felt like we heard from God. The, the, the position that I was at was dead end. It wasn't having, any, uh, it wasn't having anything to, to do with, uh, in fact, they, they were kind of, there was a little bit of persecution because I had given my life to the Lord by the, when, while I was working there. And then the way I did business shifted, okay? And actually the boss there said I was applying for a, a higher position. And the boss said, he said, well, since you've, you have, since you've changed, that's what he said, since you've changed, I don't feel like you can be chameleon enough to get the job done. So in other words, because he, because he, they, I mean, they seemed to change. I mean, I was radical. I was on fire. Like I went, I went from serving the devil, like wholeheartedly to no, oh, no, 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 no. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm born again. I'm saved. I don't act like that no more. I don't do business like that no more. Okay. And so they seem to change, but you know, when you're in sales and you're in those types, type of positions, they want you to go out. They want you to whine and, and dine, and they want you to do all that kind of stuff. They want you to take customers to the strip club, and they want you to do all that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. I ain't doing that no more. Well, they missed out. <laughs> Woo, they missed out big. They missed out big time. But anyway, we found out that that was a dead-end dead thing, and so we made a step of faith, and we moved, we moved things around. I'm not telling you that it was easy. It didn't even look like what I thought it was going to look like, right? It's been crazy. But God has given us an opportunity. He has given us the opportunity to speak to the mountains, to believe God, to walk by faith and not by sight. And we're still married. Amen. We're going forward with the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo. Faith's response is not to try to make God do something that he hasn't already done. Okay? 
So there have been times that, you know, we, when we hear the word of faith, we can, and in fact, I, I got like this a few years, I don't know, it's been more than a few years ago, that really when you're, when you can, you, when you're operating in faith, sometimes it can get to the point, well, it's my faith that's getting this stuff done. Okay? And so I don't want you to get there that, that faith makes God do something. No. Grace, listen to this. Grace makes. Faith takes. Okay? The grace of God has already made the promises of God available. Okay? But it's faith that brings it into, into possession. We're not trying to make God. Well, it's my fault. I've been standing in faith. God, you got to do. No, that's not, that's not the way it is. No, great, grace, grace empowers us to do with ease what we couldn't do on our own. So you cannot operate in faith, in the God kind of faith, without the grace of God. Okay? Because it's not by my power, it's not by my might, but it is by His Spirit. Okay? We're strong in the Lord. We're strong in Him and the power of His might. Did y'all get that? All right, everybody say, faith receives. And this is where I said grace, uh, grace makes it, faith takes it. Just to say that one more time. Grace makes it, faith takes it. Okay. Ephesians 2.8, uh, in the Passion Translation, it says, it says it this way, For by grace you have been saved by faith. And so if you can't take uh, grace and faith, you can't separate it. Okay. That's where we get grace makes it and faith takes it. Mark 11.24, let's go over there. And then we're going to have a little, we're going to have a, we're going to have a little demonstration. Y'all like demonstrations? Yeah. Okay. The demonstration that I'm going to be doing, I've been doing for over 15 years, and God keeps adding to it. Okay. Because I think, I think, I, I believe that the people of God are, are hands-on, and they need to see something and how it actually works. Okay. Just like we need to practice faith. You know, don't, you know, if you, you say you don't want to ever step out there because you don't want to fail. No, step out there, and, it, and if something goes wrong, you'll learn something from it. I promise, okay? So don't ever be afraid to step out there in faith. If something happens and it, and it doesn't come out the way, well, you know, you just keep making another appointment, okay? Don't be disappointed. You just keep going because the more you practice, the better you'll get. So Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Okay, so you believe whatever things you, whatever you, when you pray, you believe that you receive them. Do you believe it when you see it? No. You believe before it ever comes to pass, right? You believe it in your heart that you already have it. And then you'll have it. This is not me talking. This is the, this is the Word of God. And so part of receiving is we believe when we pray that we already receive it. Okay? Everybody say faith, faith. Receives. receives. One more time. Faith, faith. Receives. receives. It's not begging or pleading with God. It's not saying, please God, 
Will you do this? That's not what it's about. There's so many Christians that are begging and they're pleading God. That's not how you receive the promises of God. It's not how you do it. You receive the promises of God by thankfulness. So if you're praying, you're saying, God, please do this for me. Please open up this area for me in this job. Please, won't you please do this? He has already done it. It's already done. And so how do we receive something that when somebody gives us something? We say, thank you. Man, I really appreciate that. When's the last time we really told God, man, God, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate what you've done on the cross for me. You say that, well, that's so simple. No, it is. God is, God is simple. We complicate him. Thankfulness. The woman with the issue of blood. I like the way it says it in, the, in, in, in uh, Mark. It says that she heard about Jesus. She did what? She heard. And then what did she do? She said. But I promise you somewhere in between there, between the hearing and the saying, she saw she what? Saw herself healed. Because it's the process. You hear it. You hear the promise. You hear what God has for you. And then you what? You see it with the eyes of faith. And then she did what? She said within herself, If I but may touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. And so what did she do? She didn't let circumstances come up against her. In fact, she could have been stoned to death because she was, uh, she was flowing with that blood. She wasn't even supposed to be out there. I don't even, in fact, I don't even think she was in, in covenant. But she said she heard something. I believe that she heard, uh, uh, I think it's in Malachi, that the son of righteousness coming with healing in his wings. Okay. I'm not saying, I don't know if she heard that out, but I'm just saying it could have been. Here comes Jesus with healing in his wings, healing in his garment. And Jesus said, who touched? Listen to this. Didn't say who touched me. Who touched my clothes? In Mark chapter 5, that's what it says in the New King James. So I could feel, I could feel people touching me if they were, you know. But he felt her touch the hem, the hem of his garment and virtue. He felt virtue leave him. He felt healing leave him. And he said, who touched me? And this is, <laughs> Woo! who touched me? So this is part of receiving. Who touched me? Part of receiving from God is touching him with faith. Touching him with faith. If I but may touch the hem of his garment. Then let the circumstances, she took a risk and she made a way. She pressed through the crowd. She didn't let doubt and unbelief and religion keep, keep her from getting what God 
Catholic. We're, we're too passive. We're too passive when it comes to the things of God. We got to get aggressive. Where's your pump? <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> no, I'm not. But we got to be aggressive. Listen to this. When the angel came to Mary, And the angel began to tell her what was going to happen. That she was going to be the mother of the Savior. And that she was going to give birth. And she started asking questions. You know, how, how is this going to be? And the angel said, well, you know, the power of the Almighty is going to come, come upon you. And you know what she said? She said, be it done unto me according to your word. Be, that's what we got to start saying. Be it done unto me according to your word. And she received the promise. She received the King of kings and the Lord of lords. She received the promise of God. Do you realize what she received? Woo. She received the very seed of God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'm probably gonna need a I'm probably gonna need that gray. Can y'all get that somebody get that gray chair for me right there? And so I've been doing this illustration for for many, many, many years. I've done it at rodeos, I've done it here at church. But it just seems like that God just really starts, you can just sit it right there. That God just really starts talking to me about it whenever we start you know getting back on on the subject but this is really this is really how this is a good example on how faith works so over here we have the promise of the God and we know that these promises are in him yes and amen so he wouldn't even put those promises out there if he didn't want us to have them okay and so everybody say this is my hope okay this is my hope over here and my hope I, are, are based on the promises of God. Does God want me to have them? Yes. Yeah, we already found that out, that all the promises of God are yes and amen. And he desires that we should walk in them. And so he's not holding out on us. He has already paid. He has already paid for my healing. He's already paid for my deliverance. He's already paid for my salvation. He's already, I mean, there are so many things that his blood has already atoned for and purchased. Okay. I, I, saw, I saw a quote from A.W. Tozer, and I showed Nita, and I think it said something like this. It says, the only sin that Jesus had was ours, and the only righteousness we'll ever have is his. So it's a great exchange. So, so Jesus paid for, paid for it all for us to be, in, to be in right standing with him. And so, <laughs> whoo. So here's our, here's our hope. And so faith, everybody say faith, faith, is like a rope. Okay, what is a rope used for? It's used for catching cattle, is that right? It's used for catching cattle. So faith is the tool that we use to attach or to lay hold of or grab hold of the hope that God has set before us. Okay, and so faith is like a rope. And I've learned how to, I've learned how to swing a rope pretty good because... I've had lots of practice. 
and lots of failures. Okay? But that doesn't mean I stop. I just, I just keep swinging. I just keep swinging my, swinging my faith. Swinging my tool. But there's a target that faith has to get attached to. And so faith, what it does, faith, what it does is it, it actually ropes the hope. Okay? It actually ropes the hope. And so now we have a hold of it because we have heard, we've heard what the promises of God are. We've seen it with our eyes of faith. And now we have responded and we have spoke to the mountains. We, whatever mountains are in the way, we've commanded them to get out of the way. And so, and so we've heard. We, what was the second one? See, faith. so we've heard, we've seen it in the Word, we've heard in the Word, we've seen it in the Word, and what's the next one? We speak it, we've told the mountains to get out of the way, amen? And so, so now what I just did is I responded. I've responded with faith and I've, and I've roped my hope. But now... Please, God, won't you do it? I'm telling you, he will do it. Won't he do it? No, we start calling those things that be not as though they're supposed to be. And we start thanking God for it, not begging and pleading because he's already paid for it. And we just thank you, Lord. And we keep coming in. But whenever there's an obstacle come in and gets in our way and the devil steps on our faith and steps on our rope, do we give up? No, we got to keep speaking to that mountain. Do we give up? No. no, we never give up. We keep pulling. We keep pulling. We keep pulling on that faith and bringing it on in. And before too long, what we've been believing for is here. Sometimes when we're talking about faith, I, you know, I, and I think about whenever I was a new believer, like, it, you know, there's certain subjects that may, may be kind of confusing. But how many of you, this is kind of like, it just like makes it so simple that you can understand it now. And so we have, we have our rope. Our, our rope, rope we're gonna, gonna, I'm going to rope. rope my hope. I'm going to rope it with my, with, with my faith. And before too long, you can get really good at it. And you can get aggressive with it. Yes. And you can have aggressive faith. Yes. The righteous are bold as a lion. Yes. Right. And for too long, you devil, get out of my way. <laughs> get out of my way. Well, what if it seems like it's way? John, put, put, put this chair away down there. You say, well, it, that's too good to be true. Yeah, put, just put it right down there on the... A little, little, fu little further out. A little, little further. Yeah. <laughs> you say, well, that's too good to be true. That's what grace is. Well, that's too good to be true. How am I, I going to get to that too good to be true? No eye has seen. And no eye has heard. No, I'm going to step out there in faith. 
And, I, and I'm going to reach. I'm going to reach for it. Everybody say reach for it. Reach for it. Okay. But, John, you take that off. I'm working you today. But what if I miss? What if the target's out there and, and, I, and I miss? And I, and I, you know, I make a bad throw. And I miss. Oh, man. Do I grab all my marbles and go home? No. Do I let the devil eat my lunch and pop the sack right there in front of me, as Pastor says? No. I say, devil, no. That's what God said I could have. If God said it, that settles it in my life, and I can have what God says I can have. I did this in Honduras, and I missed about four times. But their, rope, their ropes are not like these. I can have what God says I can have. And I can get aggressive with it. You can get aggressive with it. Now, most of y'all are not going to be able to rope like that. Okay? But, you start practicing operating in faith and living by faith, you can get very skilled at it. Very skilled at it. You'll sow when God tells you to sow. You'll go where God tells you to go. You'll do what God tells you to do. And, 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 and believe me, I'm, and it's not something that you arrive at and you're a professional. No, it's just a, it's a growing. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's faith to faith. It's glory to glory. It's, 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 it's one level to the next level. Amen. So don't ever compare where you're at operating in faith compared with somebody else. Okay. Because it may be somebody that's been doing it for years and years, years and years. And you need to listen to them. You need to listen to pastors. They've been doing this for a long time. Amen. There, I'm going to tell you what, there's not, I don't, I don't know the percentage, but there's not, there's not many churches that can say that everything is paid off. Can you all hear me? And everything is paid off. Well, what, what, brought that in, what brought that into existence? Are pastors trusting God? Living by faith? Going where God tells them to go? Doing what God tells them to do? Sowing where God tells them to sow? Amen? Glory to God. Did y'all get anything? Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I don't know if y'all can put some like a pad or something on the. Oh, here, here's Mr. Richard. I thought you were back with the kids. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a response to faith. I believe faith is ignited with a desire of more. There's a response to faith, and I believe faith, the God kind of faith, is ignited with a desire for more. How much more of the Holy Spirit will he give to those that ask him? If something has stirred in your heart today, 
and you believe that there's more, and you believe that there's more, you need to get up here now. And you want more. You want more. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe there's a song, Richard. I don't know what you could do. I believe there's a song, something we can, we can sing right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to you, Jesus. Oh, Worship you, Jesus. Mighty God. There's none like you, Jesus. This is my worship. This is my offering. In every moment, I withhold nothing. Learning to trust you, even when I can't see it, and even in suffering, I have to believe it. If you say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll begin. When you say to jump, I'm diving in If you say be still then I will wait If you say to trust I will obey Teach me to follow in your ways I'm done chasing feelings Spiritly Spiritly like a burden but once I could grasp it you took me further further than I was asking and simply to see you it's worth it all my life is an altar let your fire fall say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll begin. When you say to jump, I'm diving in. If you say be still, then I will wait. If you say to trust, I will obey. Teach me to follow in your
your ways I'm done chasing feelings Spiritly thinking that's all I just keep getting just it just says thank you just say thank you just say thank you glory to God glory to you Jesus glory to you Lord glory to you mm. y'all ready you ready with the head. It starts with the head of the house. There's a yielding and then there's a doing. There's a doing to make it right. And there's a receiving. Your life will never be the same. Those lives will never be the same. Spirit. Oh, receive, 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 receive. Come on, you receive by thanking him. You receive by thanking him. Receive, 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 receive. Receive, receive, receive. Receive that peace. Receive the peace of God. Receive that peace. That peace. That peace. That peace. That peace. That peace. There's a yielding. Come on. The yielding. The yielding is yielding everything. I'm speaking. I'm talking to everybody right now. The yielding is yielding everything to God. Spirit, soul, and body. Your thoughts, your intents, in Jesus' name. 
The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. Oh, cold rabbi. May, may, can you come, come right up here? Yes, May, please. Y'all, y'all just pray. Y'all pray. The Spirit of the Lord is calling, is calling people out. So y'all just pray. You say, well, what about me? No, you pray. You pray. God ain't gonna leave you out. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. You receive. You receive. You lying devil. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Wholeness, completeness. That's the peace of God. Wholeness and completeness. The anointing removes that burden and destroys that yoke. In the mighty name of Jesus, the anointing of God. Say, I receive, I receive, I receive, I receive, I receive, I receive, I receive. You see, this is, this is, this is the God confirming the word that was preached. This is a demonstration in power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. Glory to God. Warden Raquel, can y'all come, come right up here? Thank you, Jesus. God's going to start revealing some things to y'all about, about his calling. Here, y'all hold hands. Y'all hold hands because this calling's together. He's going to start revealing some things and God's already opening up. He's already opening up some doors. Some things that you've been dreaming about. Things he's showing you in your dreams. Yes, you will walk in them. Yeah, you will walk in them. Thank you, Jesus. Faithfulness is the key. Faithfulness is the key, he says. Uh, keep trusting him. Keep trusting him. You, you've, moved, you've moved. You've moved things around. You've moved things around. And God sees that. And he sees that response of faith. I'm telling you, he sees that response of faith. And it was radical obedience. Yes. So you just keep fighting. You keep fighting the good fight of faith in the name of Jesus. And God's gonna God, God's gonna make y'all's relationship stronger in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He recognizes. He recognizes your call. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And He puts His stamp. He puts his stamp on it in Jesus' name. Thank 
Worship you, King Jesus. Worship you, King Jesus. Worship you. There's none like you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. It's like honey. The word in your mouth is like honey. It's sweet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just take that. Just take it. Just take it. Just take it. Just take it. Take it by faith. Nita, just just start laying hands on people. Just start laying hands on people. Jesus' name. Freely we receive, so freely we give. In the name of Jesus. This is not our anointing. This is God's anointing. We don't have any right to hold it back. Jesus' name. You, here, here's, here's what you just have to be willing to receive and make a decision to receive. Don't let your intellect get in the way. Your intellect can mess you up. In Jesus' name, more. More, Lord. More, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. No eye has seen and no ear has heard. The good things, oh my goodness, thank you, Jesus. The good things, the good things, the good things, the good things, the good things in Jesus' name, more, Lord. <laughs> Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy unspeakable. How many could use some joy? How many use some joy? Joy unspeakable and full of glory. In Jesus' name, more, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I speak a refreshing. Yes. A refreshing of the Spirit. A refreshing. Uh, what we're washing your feet is Jesus washed because you've traveled through lots of places to get onto us. But I speak a refreshing you, Lord. to you Thank and you, a Jesus. new anointing Go that on. is going to be unlike not, uh, one never seen before. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Will fall Thank like you. rain. Thank you, Jesus. You'll have the abundance. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I receive Amen. that. I receive Thank that. I receive that. Thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to show himself to you. I'm talking about real. Like, he's going to show himself to you. 
He's going to show himself in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. So if you're here today and you don't feel anything, that doesn't mean you're in, in faith or not. Faith goes beyond your five physical senses, right? You see something in your spirit. It goes beyond what you see in the natural. You have to see it in the, the eyes of faith is through your spirit, not through your, your feelings. Your feelings are fickle. Some days you feel like you want to spend time in the presence of the Lord. Some days you don't. But you got to get past that. A person that lives by faith goes beyond their physical senses. They go beyond their physical senses. It's good to feel good, but it needs to go beyond that. And you're not always going to feel like you want to be thankful. Sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. Have you ever had those days where like, I don't have nothing to be thankful for? It just starts. Thank you, Lord, I'm alive. Thank you, Lord, I'm breathing. Thank you, Lord, I'm walking. Thank you, Lord, I'm talking. Don't ever take that for granted. Don't ever take that for granted. We always want the big prophecies and the big things, and those are great. Those are great. But you know the best times that I've had is with me and the Lord by ourselves, just in the presence of God. That's where I can hear, hear him clearly. He speaks to me clearly about me, things I need to change, things I need to do, things I need to, to stop doing. That's when he talks to me the most. It's good for this corporate, man. It's like I say earlier, it's a B12 shot, right? It's, it's good for that. But it's, nothing is like being in the presence of God one-on-one. One-on-one. When you know him intimately and you can hear him and you know him, and, you know, when Trey was saying earlier, he was saying, you know, I know his voice. Whenever my, my kids will know when I'm hollering at them, above any other mom, they'll know my voice because they know me. They spend time with me. That's how we know his voice. We spend time with the Lord. That's how he knows us. And then we start imitating him. We start sounding like him. You know, you have a kid that starts copying you. We need to start copying the things that the Lord says, copy it, be a copycat, be a copycat. Man, God is doing something awesome in this church and in this church. Let's just thank the Lord for our pastors. Lord, right now, we just thank you, Lord, for our pastors, Lord God, that they are bold and courageous, Lord God, that you're taking this church to another level. You're taking us somewhere that we've never been here before And we just thank you, Father, for our pastors, Father God, for the faithfulness of our pastors, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we are privileged to serve in the body of Christ in these times, Father God, at this church, with these people, Lord God. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, that, Lord, they're getting refreshed today. Right now, as we speak, we just speak a refreshing, a zeal, a zeal that consumes them, Lord God renewing their youth, Father God, that they come back fired up and full of joy. 
We just speak joy right now, Father God. Everything, Father God, that they're lacking in their lives, Father God, you've already, you've already given it to them. We just thank you that they're stepping into a greater anointing, Father God, a refreshing, a greater anointing. Because, Lord, I, and I just thank you, Father God, for their faithfulness, Lord. I thank you for blessing their faithfulness, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. Thank you for the privilege of being able to work together and serve in the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord, that we, we can serve you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that this church is a church that is filled with faith people. We don't just pretend. We actually walk by faith. We live. Faith is our lifestyle. Faith is who we are. We just thank you, Father God, for your goodness, Lord, your presence here today, Lord Jesus. We just thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, your presence. Presence, your presence filling this place like never before. Thank you. Things that we've been believing God for for years are coming to pass now, and we see it now through the eyes of faith. We're not going to wait any longer. We've already got it. We take hold. We respond. We receive everything that the Lord has given to us. We receive our children coming back in the name of Jesus. We declare it. Take hold of that if you're a parent here that is believing for your children. Your wayward child that seems that's temporary subject to change. Because we don't look through the eyes of what we see. We look through supernatural eyes. And we see our children standing, see them in the spirit, standing right next to you on fire and just worshiping the Lord with you. You have to see it through the eyes of faith. We see it now. We see it now with our children standing side by side, worshiping us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I lost him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We see it in the spirit. We see our bodies whole right now in the name of Jesus. We're not waiting until we're seeing it now in the spirit. We are taking hold of it by faith and we're responding by saying, thank you, Lord, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for my healing in the name of Jesus. We respond with our finances, Lord God. We say, thank you, Jesus. I receive it. I receive it. Thank you, Jesus. We re this is how you walk by faith. You see it past your physical eyes and your five senses. be the same. Amen. Amen. It's from glory to glory, from faith to faith. We're going to new levels in Him. You know, to go to those higher levels, that means we, we have to dig a deeper foundation. And that's what this is doing. That's what we're doing. We're, di we're digging a deep foundation in Him. The foundation is Him. He's the cornerstone. Amen. Okay. Now, here, here's the instruction. Don't allow the enemy, when you leave here and drive out of the parking lot, to steal it from you. That's right. That's right. Amen? You're good ground. Y'all should say that. I'm good ground. I'm good ground. Amen? Yes. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, there is much more, for I am an infinite God. So set your goal and let us soar. 
For you see, this is a new day and there is a new thing and into your heart it will spring. As you spend that time with me, as you begin to see the way that I see, don't sit down with the chickens, but soar with the eagles with me. For I have a new thing for you to do. And this church is going forth, and it's going forth in power. And you are the church, and you are a church for this hour to show this world who I am and what you are to do, you will see to do to show that I am the God that is for you. Glory to God. Okay, now let me ask you, has it been worth? Has it been worth plowing, plowing that ground? Has it been worth? It took us a little bit to get here. But has it been worth it? Absolutely. This is not a little dab do you church. <laughs> right? <laughs> Glory to God. Well, I, we love y'all. We bless y'all. Don't forget about uh, Dennis Burke will be here next week. And we're going to have a great time with, with Brother Dennis. And, uh, and uh, just, huh? Yeah, and Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. We give you all kinds of opportunities. Amen. Amen. To come sit underneath the Word of God. And uh, thank you, Jesus. We love y'all. And we'll see y'all Wednesday and Thursday and Sunday. Amen. Love y'all. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.